0: Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. If you're like me, you're living a good life, but you're striving for something more, something better, learning and growing, trying to improve and up-level your life, your business, your health. From goals to habits, productivity to time management, and a whole lot of growth mindset in between. Look no further for positive solutions for your life than here to help you transform from the inside out so you can truly live the life you desire. Today's topic is exterminate your ants. Now, have you ever had days where you feel really crappy, stuck, you feel down, worried, and all your thoughts are the same? Negative. I have. Do you have times where you find yourself complaining about the little things in life? Or maybe you're just wishing things were better? Your brain might be infested with ants. Because your brain and your mind is a very, very powerful tool. It is there working for you or against you all day long thoughts are the primary way your mind communicates to you and the rest of the world so how do your thoughts affect how you feel what you do and how your body reacts well let me give you a little example well i call this the thought feeling behavior body response cycle i know not glamorous at all but here's how this works so you have this thought Maybe your thought is, that's not fair. And then you have this feeling that is responding from that. You're upset, you're angry, you're irritated, frustrated, and your body responds a certain way to this thought. Your muscles get tense, your heart rate increases, your blood pressure increases. Maybe you're breathing more shallow, more faster. And what do you do? What actions do you take? What's your behavior you might yell out at somebody, you're going to get maybe get really defensive, maybe you have some choice words, you, you know, tell someone off, you're complaining, and this goes through again, that's not fair, you get upset, you're get tense, and your heart rate increases, and you yell out or you complain, and it goes and goes. This cycle all starts with our thoughts, and it will continue, this cycle will continue until you change your thoughts, or you change your focus. Dr. Daniel Amen is a psychiatrist and an expert on the brain. He has a long, long history of researching how the brain works and has written numerous books, including Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, The Brain Warrior's Way, You, Happier, The End of Mental Illness, Your Brain Is Always Listening, and a whole lot of others. So what does Dr. Daniel Amen say on thoughts? Well, he says that thoughts can drive your feelings. We just kind of went through that with the thought, feeling, behavior, body response cycle. But how you feel is often a result of your thoughts. Negative thoughts release chemicals in your body that make you feel negative or bad. Whereas positive thoughts release other chemicals, the feel good chemicals that help you feel good. But thoughts can also be automatic. They just happen randomly. They just fly through your brain with no apparent reason. Have you ever been walking down a busy street and all of a sudden your brain says, that's an ugly shirt, and you spot somebody in that instance wearing a shirt you would probably never wear? Where did that thought come from? You weren't on a mission to locate the ugliest shirt on the street. This is an example of how your brain can fire thoughts automatically. But also, your thoughts can lie to you. Your thoughts are not always true. Just because you have a thought doesn't mean it's true. Just because today you had a thought that that shirt was really ugly doesn't mean that you will always think it's ugly it might end up in your closet someday, a new trend. Remember too, there are fiction and nonfiction books, books that are made up, not true, and books such as biographies that are true. Same with your thoughts. You have thoughts that are true and you have thoughts that are not true. So if you don't question your thoughts to whether they are not absolutely 100% true, You will believe everything your mind tells you and this can cause a lot of stress believing thoughts that are not true can make you sad unhappy depressed anxious you can have cause issues in your relationships and even cause physical illness dr daniel amen refers to negative thoughts as ants automatic negative thoughts The following are nine of the most common ants that he says fuels anxiety, depression, negativity, failure, relationship problems, and other emotional distress. The first one is all or nothing. Either things are good or they're bad. It's thoughts like nothing ever works out for me. Another ant is less than. You compare and you see yourself as less than others. I'm not smart. Another one is just the bad. Seeing only the bad in situations. The whole world is a dangerous place. Well, if you listen to a lot of news, you might think so. But you see just the bad. Another is guilt bearing. If you use words like should, must, ought, or have to, it causes some guilt feelings. I should call my parents more often. When we have those statements, it makes us kind of feel bad.
1: Labeling is another ant. Attaching a negative label to yourself or someone else. He's a jerk. I'm stupid.
0: Another one is fortune-telling, predicting the worst possible outcome for a situation with little or no evidence for it. So I'm doomed to be single the rest of my life. You are telling the possible future without any evidence of it. Often there's evidence against it. Another ant is mind-reading. Believing you know what other people are thinking, even though they haven't told you. Guilty as charged numerous times a day. So, things like thoughts like, my boss doesn't like me, my kids don't like me, my spouse doesn't like me, right? You are thinking you know what somebody else is thinking without them saying so. Another ant is if only, and I'll be happy when. This is when you argue with the past and long for the future. If only my parents had been rich, I would be in a different situation.
1: I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds. Kind of see how that works?
0: The last ant is blaming. Blaming someone or something else for your problems. It's the government's fault, it's the teacher's fault, the boss's fault that I'm in this situation. Blaming others doesn't solve anything. So, what is the first step to eliminate those ants in your head? Well, the first one is one, we have to recognize them. We have to be aware of them. We have to be aware that they're crawling around and infesting our brain with things that aren't true. So, we need to identify them. When you say things like, oh, it's that person's fault that this happened, or I am so stupid that I am not going to be able to, you know, do my work. My boss is going to fire me. When you have thoughts, just notice, notice them. What kind of thoughts are they? What kind of ant is it? Whenever you feel sad, mad, nervous, frustrated, write down the thoughts you're having and then identify what type of ant they are. So, I just went through nine different types of ants. What, which one does it belong to? Which ant is it? Then you can ask yourself five questions. And these, there's no right or wrong answers to these. So, the first question is is it true? If you don't know or think it might be true, continue on with the next questions.
1: Is it absolutely, with 100% certainty, true? If you ask 100 people, will all 100 people say yes? Most often, no. How do you feel when you believe this thought? So if you have a thought that I'm not smart, how does that, how do you feel? How does that make you feel when you hear that? How would you feel if you didn't have this thought, if you couldn't even have this thought? If you never had the thought, I'm not smart enough. What would that feel like? And then turn that thought around to the exact opposite and then ask if that opposite
0: is, of that thought is true or if there's any evidence of truth to that opposite of the original thought. So if you originally thought, I am not smart enough. What is the opposite of that? The opposite is I am smart. Okay. So taking that I am smart, smart.
1: What evidence says that is true? So look at your past, look at what you've done. Like, oh,
0: wow. You know, I, you know, completed this project and man, I worked through that. Nobody else could figure that out. You know, I did. Reflect on
1: that. Meditate on the thought. I am smart. Is this true? Well, yeah, you've done it before. So let's use another example.
0: An example of an ant would be, I should be the strong one, right? And this is an, the ant type guilt bearing because it has the should shooting all over yourself causes guilt. So ask yourself the question, is it true? Well, in this moment, yes, I feel like it is true. Okay. Is it absolutely
1: true with 100% certainty? No, because I can't do this all by myself.
0: So whether you're trying to be strong because of some really stressful situation, or maybe a a family member has passed away, or there's a job loss, is it absolutely true with 100% certainty that you should be the strong one? No, you can't do it all by yourself. So the next question, how do you feel when you believe this
1: thought that I should be the strong one? You might feel defeated. Depressed, overwhelmed, I feel like running away. How would you feel if you couldn't have this thought? Oh, I could feel like a really good mother because I could ask for help when I
0: when I need it and and I have that help around me. I have that support. It would feel so good to have a lot of support that that could be could bounce things off of each other. And if I'm having a down day, somebody else my you know, partner or a friend or family member could help build me up. That would feel so good. So turn that thought around to its exact opposite. I don't have to be the only strong one. I can ask for help. So is there any evidence that this is true, that you can ask for help? Yes. I can ask my family, friends, they have offered to help numerous times. I can accept their help with gratitude. So then think about and meditate, reflect on, I can ask for help. Repeat that to yourself. This is a true statement. I can ask for help. And so I encourage you to extend this exercise that Dr. Daniel Amen has in some of his, his works a little bit further. So When you get to that thought that is positive and empowering,
1: I can ask for help. Think more about it. How do you feel when you believe this thought? How do you feel
0: more empowered, more positive, that you can handle things? And what evidence says it is true? Just go back and extend that and just reflect on it even more. When has there been times that you have asked for help, you got it, it helped you out? when you can ask for help? Do you feel more relieved, grateful, empowered, motivated, confident, supported? What evidence says this is true? Oh gosh, I can remember times when I've been so stressed with so many things to do, so much is happening. And I asked my mom, my friend, my neighbor, you know, to help with the kids, like pick them up from school or take them to a a practice. And they were happy to do it. And I was so, so grateful. It reduced my stress. I was less overwhelmed. I was able to get, you know, more things done in a positive way. I had more energy because I didn't have to do it all myself. You see how this works? How our brain can shift from I'm not supported. Nobody is there. I am the strong one. I am only the strong one. Can you see how it can shift to a little more positive? I can ask for help. And oh my gosh, how the relief, the positive feelings can overcome those negative
1: thoughts. Doesn't it make you feel better just listening to that? Remember, your mind is a powerful tool, it is there
0: working for you or against you. All day long. We learn through repetition. Negative thinking is a habit, a bad, bad habit. Repetitive negative thoughts that you believe to be true when they're not, do not help you, are not going to get you to feel good and and go through that thought, feeling, behavior, and, and body response cycle coming out with a positive attitude. But positive thinking is also a habit. That you can cultivate and grow. You can stop those ants. You can recognize them in a second. You can stop them and you can change them into a positive and move forward. So I encourage you this week to write down your thoughts, both positive and negative. If they're negative, go through the questions and challenge your negative, your automatic negative thought, turn it into a more positive statement, an empowering thought, and find evidence from your life that 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 is empowering, that that example is empowering to you, that that positive thought is true and do this often. Start a new habit of how quickly you can exterminate the ants in your head and turn them into positive thoughts. Remember, your mind is a powerful tool. You can eliminate and exterminate the ants in your head by taking time to review them, acknowledge that they're there, And turn them around into a more positive statement that is true. Thank you for joining me. See you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value insights and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live while you're there. Would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform. And let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.